0: Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2018. This is John talking about Step 3. Hey, good morning everyone. I'm John, I'm an alcoholic. And uh, I'm sober today through the grace of God and the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, the third step. There's a few things I had to do before I could take the third step. I had to accept that I was powerless over alcohol and I was a real alcoholic. And my life was unmanageable. And then I had to realise that I was too sick to run my own life. It's a dent to the ego. So I had to come to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity. Enough sanity to live a day at a time without alcohol. And then with step three, I uh, started to realise that, um, you know, to turn my will, you know, which is um, the way I think. And my life, over to the care of God, my life was the way I was living according to my thinking. And that's why I was drinking. Because my thinking was creating in me and it was driving my illness and alcohol become the symptom. That's how people knew that there was something really wrong with me when they seen how I behaved when I drank alcohol. But not only then, they could see how I was behaving in the rare occasions when there wasn't alcohol. It was probably worse because I was insane. And, um, you know, I, anything that I'm going to say here today is, is not my words. It's uh, it's already been said, it's all been done. I'm just here to back up Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, I believe implicitly in the program of AA. I've no ifs, no buts, not like I did, you know. Um and coming to believe that a you know, a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity and then being prepared to turn my will and my life over to that care of that power. That wasn't a simple thing. You know, I was brought up <coughs> excuse me, I was brought up in a in um, you know, a Catholic faith and I was an older boy for many years and and then I started to sneak the older wine and I altered it. <laughs> Believe me, I started to alter. And, you know, anyway, my drinking, what it did, it, it put a brick wall between God, as I understand, and myself. So God just got pushed into the background. And when I come to AA and realised, you know, from my upbringing and training, you know, I wasn't silly. Alcoholics, we might be sick, but we're not stupid. And um, I realised that I was going to have to bring God back into my life, and that wasn't easy to do because I'd had things happen that that um, created a prejudice in my life. And any, I, I I can guarantee you, you know, every alcoholic that comes into AA, you know, is, suffers from prejudice because we get. Ideas in our heads of from information that probably not even true most of the time it's misinformation and um, so I found it very very difficult <coughs> to get to that stage where I was to make that decision and I can tell you this that after a, a few attempts to avoid a humbling experience of Alcoholics Anonymous, I nearly lost my life and my sanity. I ended up in a psychiatric ward in Mont Park when it used to be going. People these days don't seem to have to go to these terrible places. I don't think they exist. But they're not nice places to be in. So, I realised out of that experience that I was really going to have to do more than just come to AA and try not to have a drink, you know. Um, So I made a decision and I put action into it. You know, the action part of it was actually doing it these days. Asking for help and as I understand. I don't know what that was, but I didn't (laughs) send a message. (laughs) Anyway, I um, made that decision, and and ever since I made that decision, my life started to change. And you know the first thing that came about out of it was the obsession to drink alcohol was lifted out of me. That can't happen, that cannot happen in an alcoholic that has lost the ability to control their drinking and lost everything they had. That just cannot happen by chance. So, I gradually, slowly but surely, you know, I've tried to practise that principle of, you know, making that decision, turning my will and my life over daily. And, you know, I always remember, you know, I had to change my thinking. My thinking had to be changed and I had to be willing to allow that to happen and I had to trust in God as I understand him to do that so that my thinking could gradually change through practice of the following steps and then I would think, start to think differently and I would be able to live differently. And that's the way it's happened for me. Um, Because I remember, um, you know, one of the little writings of Bill W, where he says uh, that he was speaking about me, he was speaking about me, when he said, if you continue with the mind of an alcoholic, your day and time will arrive to drink. No maybe about it. And that was why I was drinking again in Alcoholics Anonymous, because I still remain with the mind of an alcoholic. But since that third step uh, decision, that's dissipated. I haven't had the uh, mental obsession, even the thought of toying with the thought of taking a drink, you know. I haven't haven't had that for a long, long time now. That doesn't mean that I stay on the path perfectly all the time. It doesn't mean that at all. But, you know, we read it out every time and how it works, you know, and it, it talks about, you know, that without help, it is too much for us, but there is one who has all power. That one is God, may you find him now. AA doesn't, doesn't demand a belief in God, but I'll tell you something, contented sobriety does. Contented sobriety. And it was just so important for me as an alcoholic to have contentment, being happy, about being sober, being grateful about being sober and prepared to do the hard things that were totally against what I'd been doing in my life, you know. I was just reading today or this morning, you know, that um, the biggest part about wisdom is being kinder. That's the number one thing that will lead me to wisdom, is trying to be kinder to other people. Um, I'm getting relationships in my life today that would have seemed impossible even two years ago. But certain people in my life have come in and it's great. I'm able to have a conversation with these people and they're able to talk to me, not because they've changed. There's obviously been a change in me that's brought about this, because I've become more approachable, because I'm not living on my own steam. But believe me, when the when the time comes during the day, you know, and I can, you know, forget about forget about God's help. Thanks. Yeah, and get uh, steam. The steam comes up again. You know, and. Uh, I get off the track and I realise that if I'm not trying to live according to God's will for me, then I am in danger of drinking. doesn't matter how long. I haven't had a drink for nearly 34 years. But I know because AA's experience has told me that's what happens. AA tells me what will happen if I do certain things. I will know a new freedom and a happiness, you know, and I will not regret the past or wish to shut the door on it. This has all come about by step three. You know, and in the 12b12 I think that it it, it mentions in there that uh, the rest of the AA program on will rest on how well I practise step three. There's only one step I've been able to practise perfectly for a number of years now and that's been the first step and the rest of it is daily improvement you know And I can get a, a degree a, a, you know a stability and peace and all that and then it can disappear so I've got to go back you know and, and sometimes you don't want to pray even though you believe you don't want to pray because because of my illness comes in, because I've isolated myself again, really, from my higher power. So I don't want to pray. So I'm back on my own again. I have no defence. I haven't got that necessary defence while I'm in that frame of mind against the first drink. So, you know, this whole programme is about me being restored to sanity. You know, regarding alcohol. Alcohol. And it tells me that from the experience of AA that if I am restored to sanity regarding alcohol through God as I understand him, and the only one that can give, me, can give me that sanity by turning my will and my life over, then, you know, um, I'm on my own if that's not happening. I'm one drink from a drunk. The width of me is... My will, the way I think, my life, the way I live, according to my thinking. So today I'm learning to live a different way of life because of my will turned over to God, because He guides me. And He's the only one tells us. You know, there is one who has all power, that one is God, may you find Him now. Half measures avail is nothing. We stood at the turning point. We asked his protection and care was complete abandon. It's also true. You know. I don't need any convincing, but I hope you've been a bit convinced by it, what I've had to say. Thanks for being here, thanks for sharing. Thank you, John. Information about the annual Melbourne AA Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au. Thanks for letting us share.